We're taking a look at the JOLTS report, and it showed openings, 11.5 million job openings in the U.S. That is an all-time high. To discuss the labor market, let's bring in our panel. John Worth is with us, head of research at NAREIT, and Richard Walquist, president and CEO at American Staffing Association. Thank you both for being with us. So, John, uh, I'll start with you. Your thoughts on what we're seeing here. What are your initial takeaways from this report? What does it scream to you? Well, thanks. At the very top line, I think it highlights the, the clear strength of the job market, and it should dispel any residual concerns we have about near-term growth from the GDP report. It also underlines the potential upward pressure on wages and, frankly, the continuing disruption in staffing employers are facing across industries and across the country. Mm -hmm. And Richard, what are your thoughts here on the overall labor market? So it continues to be a really good market for job seekers, a good market for uh, new graduates from high school and from college, but for employers across the United States and indeed across the world, uh, we're, we're continuing to feel the headwinds uh, from labor supply shortages and labor supply imbalances. And I think that the new JOLTS numbers just affirm uh, we've been over 10 million for more than six months. Uh, this morning we heard that it was 11.5 million way too many job openings and not enough people out there actively looking for work. And that's the concern here is that we're not finding the matches of what people that employers need for a skill set. And then you have folks that feel very confident and they're able to quit and go get some other job for what they are able to provide. John, um, that brings some concerns about wage growth, like you mentioned. Tell me a little bit about when is it too much? I mean, I was hearing about $20 minimum wage and that that should be worked in here in New York in the next couple of years. At what point does that become just too costly for an employer? John. I think this is definitely, you know, we're getting into an environment that's really potentially challenging for employers, particularly within particular subsectors. Uh, obviously, we're, we're seeing that in, in food service and accommodations. Where we've where we've had uh, quit rates that are, are running above 800,000 per month, that's a 6.6 percent quit rate. Uh, that that's really difficult to run a business with that level of turnover. And, and frankly, you do think with roughly 1.9 job openings per unemployed person in America right now, you've got to imagine you're going to start feeling meaningful upward pressure on wages which we started to see in the Employment, employment Cost Index, uh, which was released uh, late last year. And then, John, as we, as we await, uh, I'm sorry, Richard, as we await to hear from our, the jobs report to, on Friday, right, we could see 375, 400, 425,000 jobs added. Um, we're looking for that labor force participation rate. We're looking to see how much wage growth, you know, is it too much productivity? What are you watching, Richard? What's very telling to you with what you've seen so far and what will you watch for? So we're going to be watching to see whether the industries that have had the biggest amount of jobs 
how growth over the past, uh, say, eight to 10 months continue to sustain, or there's a little bit of uh, cooling off. But to John's point, uh, with 1.9 jobs uh, for uh, every uh, uh, available worker, um, this is going to be a challenge that workers are going to have to rethink uh, basic fundamentals of job descriptions. And we're going to have to start hiring for skills as opposed to uh, degrees and looking at, uh, at resumes. So I think that uh, it's, it's going to be a sea change in the world of work just in terms of the how, the where, the when of, uh, of work. And in the numbers on Friday, I expect that we're going to see continued uh, employment growth, although I expect that we're going to see some cooling off in the, uh, in the months ahead. Right. And what do you expect, John? Do you expect some of the same? Absolutely. I think, I think all indications are this should be a, a relatively strong jobs report, perhaps not as strong as we've become accustomed to over the last uh, over the last year, year and a half, uh, where where we've been, where we've added uh, a net total of uh, over 20 million jobs since uh, since, right. since April 2020, so so we could certainly expect some cooling off, but I think uh, if if the and obviously the jolts data is, is a little bit backward looking, but when we see employees on the ground, workers showing this level of confidence in the job market, they're experiencing to have these historically high quit rates, uh, you've got to infer that the the reality on the ground that it's in a very strong job market. Yeah, and quickly, Richard, just what are people looking for as you're doing the staffing? What are you finding CEOs are looking for? Well, they're looking for uh, individuals who are trainable, uh, who have really strong work ethics. And the conundrum right now facing all employers are the, the folks that are reticent to come back to work. And so we're seeing all sorts of experiments with new types of hybrid work, uh, where individuals can work in the office for two or three days a week and then work uh, remotely. But even with that, as you probably saw some reports from Apple earlier in the week, uh, workers are, are concerned about coming back at all. And there's an equally large number of people out there that uh, are still doing long social distancing. Uh, COVID fears are keeping people on the sidelines. Yeah, it's good to see you both, John and Richard. Thank you both very much. A great discussion about our great American workforce and, uh, you know, lots, lots to talk about. John Worth and Richard Walquist, thank you very much.